We're safe, Kyle. We did it. We can rest now. We did it. We watched Justice League. In the year 2017. We did it. We beat Justice League. We finally completed it. And our, our, we may rest our weary bones. Until now. In the year 2021. Oh, no. In the post-apocalyptic future of 2021. I thought I could sleep. <laughs> no, we could not sleep. Our tired corpses were unearthed by Zack Snyder and dunked uh, into the rejuvenating goo <laughs> of his Snyder cut. <laughs> or is it the rejuvenating goo of podcasting in order to face the, the threat, the world-ending threat of his Snyder cut that is four hours long? I don't know. This is a complex <laughs> metaphor, isn't it? Anyway. So, so... Uh, <laughs> Hello everyone, this is the first DC episode. So yeah, the first of several DC episodes, I imagine. Maybe just the one, because this one might kill us. Um, well also, there's nothing DC we... for a while, and there is a Marvel show that's out now. Yeah, yeah, so back weeks. to being... Uh, yeah, yeah, back to Marvel crap, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so yeah, we watched uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League... <laughs> And, um, holy sh... I, what, a, what an experience. It certainly is long. <laughs> what an experience to get into this point of this. I, I never thought... Like, I thought this would be like a Donner cut. I thought we'd get it in like 10 years. I never actually thought we'd see this in a way. I don't think anyone thought we'd get like, it. I actually... I was, I was shocked when they said it's going to be four hours long. And... It's amazing. It's kind of amazing how much they were just like, Zack Snyder, just do your thing, basically. Just do it. Yeah, and, they uh, were like, we keep getting death threats, please. Just just do whatever you want. <laughs> we'll give you some extra millions of dollars. We get, CGI, whatever you've got to CGI. From, just do it. Just. We're getting death threats from sweaty nerds. The most dangerous. The most dangerous of all people. As you know. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Nature's most deadly animal <laughs> the big apex predators <laughs> i i'm gonna for the record everybody i'm keeping editing to this episode to an absolute minimum it might not sound like it but i edit out a lot of pauses that kyle does when he thinks and while he talks he's a he's a big dumb idiot who has to i certainly am i i, I do a nice complaint uh, <laughs> pause and i go hmm i <laughs> think and there it is, there, and I edit those out, and I edit out a lot of ums and just us talking over each other, and a lot of Kyle, to be honest. Yeah, mostly just my opinion. So, if you think I talk a lot opinion. in the actual episodes, <laughs> you should hear the raw footage. <laughs> and so, editing will be kept at a minimum, because one, this is going to be a long podcast, and two, like J Zack Schneider's Justice League. <laughs> I, I, That's not even the W original... sound anymore. <laughs> it's just whatever sounds you're making. Um, like Zack Snyder's vision, this will be kept at a minimum. This is this is our original vision in our words. And unlike you so, mean, unlike Zack Snyder's vision, this will be kept unlike, to a minimum. <laughs> so we're we're gonna try our best. I think we should go chronologically. Just chronologically, what occurs in this? Should film. we should we go back or, and forth, like note from note to note? Like we'll do one of mine, one of yours, one of. 
Yeah, I think I think that might be kind of the best. Because the notes are relatively are, are chronological. Not... Yes, yes, mine are at least, um, and so are yours, from what I saw. Yes, I've added some, some more, the same but points. uh, that are kind of loose. But I'll, I'll try and I'll try and figure that out. Just, you know? just quick, just quickly off the top, though, I also want to say, quick, like one minute opinions of the theatrical 2017 film, the the, the Justice League, as the as the people might call it. Um. Okay. So. The 2017 version, the Justice League, um, initially I liked it. Um, I think I did a review of it, and I was relatively positive about it because it was it was kind of a massive change in tone, and I've never really been a big fan of the direction Zack Snyder's taken most of the DC universe. Um, so I was relatively positive about it and gave it probably more praise than it deserved, simply for showing the ability to change but um but i've since just kind of soured on it enough to reduce it to a, a an underwhelming meh in the last four years i um so i saw it in theaters did you see it in yeah theaters? i did yeah and i have never seen it since okay <laughs> the same thing with me i haven't seen it since i saw it three four years ago really mm -hmm. and I remember coming out of it feeling like it was completely boring and just middling and just like I like you could tell at the film I, I could tell it had been refilmed. Like it's kind of evident almost in some ways that it's been like chopped down. Mm -hmm. And apparently it was chopped down so much that there's an entire whole nother movie inside of the thing that we didn't know about. Yeah, this is literally <laughs> double the length of the one that came out. Yeah. I think over, because what was the original? The original like, one was like minutes? just under two hours, or like exactly two hours. It's so weird. It's so short. And then this one comes out. Or was it? I mean, there's... I mean, there's definitely like 30 to 45 minutes of stuff in this film, film you could cut out, and this film would play off exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> because it's the same... It's, Beat for beat, it's pretty much the same film, I would say. It's not it, that much different. It is. But, my God, does the context sort of make a difference in the viewing? Yes, I completely agree. And there is maybe two, maybe three major plot scenes and things they change. Um, I think some of it's for the better, some of the stuff they Yeah, I, I'm generally uh, on board with most of the changes. I think, I think really, if, if I think about it, the, all but maybe two aspects of it, I'm like, that was a was a good change. And although we'd have never seen a version like this in the cinemas, just four hours fucking long, and, you know, really you should have to make a better film, a more tight and concise film than, than this if you want to get your vision across. But generally, this, this is overall a better version of that film. Wait, okay, so would you say you enjoyed this film more than the theatrical cut? Well, I don't... Overall thoughts, just I general. don't know that I enjoyed it more. I think if you take my... How kind of positive I was coming out of 2017s, I was quite on board with that simply because of how much they were prepared to change tone and shift gears in a direction that I prefer with these characters. But that's, that's such a tonal thing. I think the... I don't know. I think this is a better movie 
the the two the, the four hour cut. I think that the Snyder cut is is a four is a is is a better movie. And I think if I just watched both of them like back to back, I don't I don't know I don't know. I I think okay. In general thoughts for me, it's just there's like like I said, there's thirty to forty five minutes in here. I feel like you could cut. And if you got this, it's down mostly at the end. Hours, <laughs> it's yeah. It's mostly those yes. stupid scenes and, that are ended on. We'll get to it. We'll get to it, Kyle. We'll get to it. Chronological. 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 But I think if you cut this down to maybe three hours, three hours fifteen, and yeah, this was more of an end game length. Yes, and this was the only version of the film I had seen. I would have enjoyed it. I think more. I definitely would have. I think there's more here. There's, you can definitely see that there's more to this film than the theatrical cut, and it's. Overall, I think it's a just a little bit at, at the bare minimum. It's more focused. It's more focused. Oh, it's definitely more focused. Superman. Yeah. <sighs> Batman v Superman. That will be an episode. Do, do you know what? <laughs> do you know what? I think if this had come out in place of the Joss Whedon cut, way back in twenty seventeen, yeah. like no extra context, just this had come out, four hours long for some reason. Yeah. I'd have. I think I'd have hated it because it's kind of similar to the other Snyder stuff. Yeah, because because it, I mean it is just the you know the the Snyder stuff, and I I think while there are some things I'd have I'd have enjoyed no matter when I watched it. You know we'd have we wouldn't have had four years of of um, build up and rabid campaigning for this for this cut of the movie. It would have just existed. Maybe you'd have even gotten yeah. to make another one. I don't know. I mean, a four-hour movie would never yeah. have made money back then. Um, whether this makes money in our present-day future is yet to be seen, because you know different times and all that. We are in the apocalypse future. Uh, I just, <laughs> just want to like we are kind of get in that the, across. We're like, kind you of know, in the nightmare. We might as well we have an evil Superman flying around. <laughs> we kind of are in the nightmare reality. We are. You know. Oh, we live in a society. <laughs> We live... Oh, I'll get to that. Okay, so chronological, let's do this. So the film begins, and for anyone who's wondering, if you're listening to this and you want to know what the plot of this, it's it's Justice League. Go watch that and you'll know the plot to this. Film. Yeah, that's the that's the um, shortened down abridged version. That two hour movie. It kind of it kind of does. It's the real condensed catch up breezer kind of thing. All right, so the movie begins and it has what I consider the most pompous and vain. Like, just no at the top. Up top, they're just like yep. the film is presented in four three aspect ratio in order to preserve Snyder's vision. It's like this. It, it's it's the most pompous, yeah, and vain. Like, like this is so important. No, just straight from the top. I I guess that that's his vision. Like, but what a stupid vision! <laughs> Why couldn't you envision it's the just, bits on the side? It's my my problem is not that they present it in four or three. I'm fine with them, what with whatever whatever aspect ratio you want to film it in. Fine. It's just it's, it's the that message. note. Yeah. It's the tone of it. It's like that, his like, name's already in it. <laughs> yeah, it's on the title of the film. Isn't that enough? It really like, does just it, work against uh, the uh, the film because like I think both of us. And I don't mean to like tip our hand and, and show that we have biases, but everyone has them. 
I think we both went into this thinking, well, this will be four hours we won't get back or enjoy. <laughs> Am I fair to say that? Because, like, we, we have joked about this for weeks. Maybe even years. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think we kind of had a negative perspective and that that note at the beginning saying this is his intended vision he's such a bloody special boy that he likes 4 by 3 aspect ratio not not your not your bog standard fucking shit 16 by 9 for for normies Nine. aspect ratio just immediately just right off the bat you're like Do you know aspect. what You've lost even more goodwill, Zack Snyder. Yes, <laughs> and okay, the film starts with the one of the worst bits of Batman v Superman, the ending, and you have Superman standing for, yes. there, and he's like, ah, and it's somehow worse. It's it's stupid, and I, I just want to say, I I start this movie began, and for the first like twenty minutes, I had a note a minute, and <laughs> later on, it became less severe so maybe that says something about the quality but it does start with Superman laying out a bit of a yell that activates the mother boxes and yes look they explain it better in this film I think in theatrical cut like why were the mother boxes on earth for a thousand years and nobody came to get them yes and I guess the explanation is they do open their own mistakes though but we'll yes, get to yes. them yes but like yeah, Cyborg's dad activates one I don't want to get too ahead but his dad activates one and so when Superman yells out a yell, that tells the cube that all the Kryptonians on Earth are dead. It doesn't really make sense, but it's an yeah, explanation. Yeah, there weren't any they, before. They, they... <laughs> yes, for the They're not usually previous... there. Really, there's only been one were... there for, like, what, 30 years? How old Superman meant to be? It doesn't, because, like... And he wasn't public previously... for, like, the last year. <laughs> And there wasn't any Kryptonians in the original battle against Darkseid. Like, yeah. Like Why do they know to fear Amazons. them? Kryptonians aren't powerful yeah. in Krypton or really anywhere else in the solar in in the universe unless there's a yellow sun, which is presumed to be rare. I mean, I guess from Man also, of Steel you can glean that the Kryptonians knew by sending their son to this particular planet he would get godlike powers because they sort of prepare him for that. Yeah. But maybe they just think he's a special Whatever. boy, you know? Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. fine. Yeah, it's fine. Right. Okay. It, it took me like a minute to realize four minutes had gone by with opening credits as well. Like yeah. the film starts with like Batman trying to find Aquaman and there's like opening credits. And it's like, it's several minutes of opening credits. And I'm like, really? Isn't that how Batman vs Superman starts as well? Just like, it's the Bruce Wayne parent murder thing again. It's, it's weird because like, I think I didn't notice because the Arrowverse stuff always does it because it's a TV show. Yeah. So in a way, I didn't notice, but I'm like, wait, no, this is a movie. Movies don't do this anymore. I, I, the credit thing, I'm genuinely completely indifferent by. I'm, I'm fine with that, to be honest. Oh, no, no. It's it's not that um, I have a problem with there being opening credits. It's more about the pacing issue. Because, like, I didn't, like, I was just sitting there, just kind of bored, like, okay, just walking through the snow. It's up a mountain. Okay. It's going to Aquaman's place. Like, and then I noticed, yeah. oh, there's opening credits. So I think the, the only reason that scene is there is so they can put the opening credits. Mm -hmm. But, like, you don't have to put opening credits. You're just making the pacing of this film kind of weird by doing that. Yeah, you're showing that Batman 
is prepared to go well out of his way to get to a tiny village somewhere. Can he just take the bat wing and then drop out above it? Yeah, or a boat. <laughs> or it's a, a fishing boat, village. He has several bats. Which means it's accessible by water. In fact, it has to be accessible by water because that's their only means of food. And yet Whatever. he treks up so, an entire mountain. Even if you have to helicopter <laughs> or, like, you know, fly a boat in, in a large jet or plane or something <laughs> to a body of water that this village is connected to and then sail it round. No, wait, wait, wait. I, I'm okay. Okay, maybe they mentioned that it's the cold season, so maybe it's literally inaccessible. Like, it's cut off. Very strange. Like, ma- they yeah. mentioned, actually, that that's whole augment means that he comes during the, like, bad times. Of the King's so Tide. The King's Tide, exactly. And I love that moment where, like, Aquaman, like, takes off his sweater... And he, like, jumps into the ocean. And there's, like, 30 women there. And they, like, they pick up his sweater. Yeah, weird Mormon wives just being, like, oh, we love yeah, him. Like... We love his sweater. He just threw it on the ground as well. He didn't, like, give it to someone. So we knew he wasn't going to need it. He just, just throws it away. So... This this beautiful cable knit sweater. <laughs> but they probably spent hours making. And this woman picks up I mean, maybe it's itchy, but... <laughs> It looks itchy. It's probably, pr- but it looks pretty itchy. It looks pretty itchy, but like he just he just takes that shit off and goes in the water and fucks off, and I'm like, you couldn't have given and- that to someone. Look how much they love you. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you're a he's god kind of to a them. He's a he's kind of a piece of shit in this film, and he's the whole role of Aquaman in this is to be a pessimist. That's all he is. Yeah, I I wouldn't go so far negative. as to say he's a piece of shit, but like there are definitely. He, he's he's, he's the least likable of, of the I'll characters, see. I think. I, I, I would 100 At least Steppenwolf's got an but, honesty um, to him, you know? <laughs> um, we know what he's all yeah, about. So they do, we know what he wants. He's just like, I just want to make things bad. You're like, yeah, yeah. me too. So then they go to Wonder Woman. You, you had some stuff about this. <laughs> so the Wonder Woman bank scene is very strange. And... Um, she she stops she stops the bomb she bloody she takes every guy out in the room except the main guy she throws the bomb mm-hmm. through the roof and it, in in super slow motion because like most of this movie is that's why it's four hours oh, God. um whatever I and it blows God, up and she saves the day the bomb is is gone that was going to take out four city blocks so she's done it but then she's got one last guy to deal with, the main guy, who I guess we will never find out if he was meant to be some kind of minor villain from the comics. Who knows? Um, he decides to try and unload on uh, all these people, and she decides, I'm going to run along the, the line of them and go... and catch all the bullets the least efficient way possible, but the coolest looking, I suppose. And then she beats him by blowing up the bank. You know, the thing that she stopped those people from doing? She bangs the bracelets together like we've seen her do before. It's a signature move, really. And she fucking knocks all the windows out of the bank and the walls out of that side of the bank. Like, I I think it's a fun action sequence. and It's fun, but it's very silly. It's silly, yeah. But watching a lot of the Amazon and Wonder Woman stuff in this, I'm... I'm almost convinced at this point that 
all the action sequences and set pieces in the first Wonder Woman, I'm I'm kind of thinking a lot of those maybe weren't set up by Patty Jenkins, because or conceived of because the stuff in Wonder Woman eighty four is pretty lacking, hmm. and Zack Snyder was a I think a story credit and a producer on the first Wonder Woman film. I think he was only like executive producer in the second one. Yeah, oh, probably out of only like. I don't know. Yeah. Contra- contracts or whatever. He probably had nothing to do with it. But I think for this first one, he probably helped set up a lot of the like ideas for the first for the set pieces and action stuff. Yeah, I, I think that that scene of her getting out to the trench and like deflecting yeah. the balls and stuff like that. That seems like it's got Zack Snyder's signature all over it. I mean she's blocking bullets, it's super slow mo. It's all moody yeah. in yeah. terms of the lighting and the colouring. It you know I mean I <laughs> I, I did really like the the action set pieces, like I said, for the Amazons in this. Um, some of them are, like, the one where Steppenwolf comes down and he steals the mother box from the Amazons. And they're just, like, they're just throwing everything they have. Yeah, like, it's weird all they have like, is bows, bows and arrows, but... <laughs> and they're fighting lasers, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, like, I kind of liked that it was just, like, whatever they had. What's weird just to me... Stones... And the, the, Amazon, the Amazon fight really opens up a huge question of how strong are Amazonians meant to be? Because they're getting tossed I... about by the the boom created by boom tubes, the teleportation uh, ser- system, I almost said service, system that Steppenwolf uses. <laughs> boom tube service. Yeah, boom tube service. Like, they just all get fucked off at the wall from there. Like, almost all disarmed. Which, you know, not great. But then... They're sinking the temple, and two of them hold up this huge stone wall that, you know, would easily crush two regular women, even athletes. And they're holding it up, and they're just barely doing it. And she runs out, and then Steppenwolf throws a horse at someone, and it kills them. (laughs) Dead by horse. I have rest in horse. Rest Rest in horse. Like... How how strong are these people? Because some of them are just jumping Kyle, all over Steppenwolf and whatever. Kyle, They're just Kyle, 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 Kyle. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know how strong they are? They're as strong as the plot needs they them. They certainly to be. are as strong or as weak as the plot needs them to be. Because, like, yeah, there's not really consistency. No, there's no consistency. It doesn't really make sense. Like, Wonder Woman is definitely stronger, but she's supposed to be the strongest. That's her whole yeah. thing. See, Wonder Woman's but strength is right. definitely apart, like separate and a, separate and apart from the Amazon strength. She's like half guard or something like that. Different, different case. But the regular Amazonians, what are they? Can't lift a horse. And can lift a huge boulder. It. <laughs> Who I, would know? I, I, but I, I, I enjoyed the action sequence though. Like, there's this moment where like she, like someone falls off a horse and then like ties it to a string and flings it on an arrow. Yeah, it does. It, it feels very. One of the... You get, you get the, uh, the tone of it. It's fe- it feels very desperate. It yeah. feels like there's a lot of danger but, here. But my favorite bit was they catch the cube and they're like, "Let's get out of here!" And like half a second after they say, "Let's get out of here," Steppenwolf like flies from off screen and just smashes into them. <laughs> and he just kills he just wipes them out. They're like, yeah, we got them. Where were it's they like, gonna go? They were trying to get to the army. 
I guess, yeah. Because That's a, their yeah. army was coming, so they're... I was just thinking, this island has a limited size to it. They're right. It's I hard to say how big or small the island is, because we get pretty wide landscape shots, and it's just all yeah. grass, and then it seems to end. It's almost like there's no consistency. It's almost it's like that, but direction. we'll we'll ignore yeah. that for the sake of action and turn. <laughs> That's I, what Saxnet really says. <laughs> That being said, with all the positive Amazon stuff, all the women in this film, not all the women, just all the Amazon in this film were wearing boob armor. They're no, all in just metal bikinis, them... just tin, tin bikinis. Yeah. Tin bikinis, even. Like, yeah, tin kinnies. Tin kinnies, and... yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, come on. Yeah. Like, boob armor, are we really doing this? Come on. Boob armor. And, like, I'm, I'm no SJW. But like, boob armor just looks. Yes, you are. Boob armor just looks stupid. Like it just does. It's not practical. There's no. And some of it looked like leather. Like it was just like. Oh yeah, yeah. Some of it's just leather, isn't it? Some of it's like, just nothing. And I'm like, that's just the most enough. And also, these these women are presumably like, they've been standing there for a bit. So you think they would have been like, hey, let's pass out some armor in case the cube goes weird. But no, let's just bikinis. You're fine. The summer day off, but I don't know. You see it more and more. It really makes you just like, oh. It really makes you think. Why didn't they just bury it in a hole somewhere, nondescript? <laughs> why didn't they just bury it in the hole like the humans did? Like the world of men, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. The world of men dug a three-foot hole and called it a day. Yep. And then they forgot it was there. Yep. <laughs> because. <laughs> the Nazis just found it. Yeah. They just dug that shit up and were like, oh. Also, when did that final battle take place against... I was going to say Thanos, against uh, Darkseid. It might as well have been Thanos. I mean, my god, there's even a Nordic-looking yeah. guard plunging an axe into his shoulder. Ugh, his, into his shoulder, yeah. He went for the head, though. It worked. Like, he actually kind of... No, he did go for the well, head. His shoulder he got neck. him in the shoulder. That's it was where... like... Sh well, it was like the shoulder-neck area, that's good. Look, enough. if it got him in the head, maybe he'd have died, so... <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, it actually worked, because he ran away. Well, yeah. But, yeah, that, that little set, that little past thing where it's just Wonder Woman exposizing to Batman about the final battle that happened thousands of years ago, I don't really understand the timeline of when it happened, because... I, I, like, they're wearing, like, mid medieval armor, but it's supposed to be, like, thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah, I, I take it to mean it was, um, like, three weeks before Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> <laughs> three weeks before that. You know, the ye olden times of the 80s. <laughs> and when we were all wearing, like, like, uh, like, chain mail and yeah. shit. Yeah, didn't you see all those mullets <laughs> in the Amazonian <laughs> army? <laughs> Everyone's I, I, rocking a perm. I, <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly, that's ha doesn't the theatrical cut kind of start with that, or no, it's later on what? in the theatrical cut. That like that little past thing where they show that battle against Darkseid. Is that that's closer to the beginning of the film, isn't it? I have no idea. I can't remember. But uh, whatever, I I remember feeling like it was earlier in the theatrical cut than in the. Zack Snyder cut, but also the Zack Snyder cut's twice as long. So. Yeah. Yeah. Room to breathe. But, um. <laughs> anyway, what's I, next? 
Um, yeah, so, um, so the, the, then there's, like, the Barry Allen stuff. Thank you, it was... Where we get to see the Flash. <laughs> I have things <What>? to say. <laughs> okay, yes, you do. And I do, too, because I actually, I really enjoyed the scene with him and Iris West, with him running around with that slow-mo hot dog <laughs> stuff. He, yeah, just, <laughs> pushing just hot dogs wieners flying things. about. <laughs> And then we have the biggest wiener of all. Barry um, <laughs> I don't know why they cut this scene from the theatrical cut. I really enjoyed it. I think what's I, weird I about it is that it's really creepy. <laughs> what? Come on. It's so creepy. Is it? I mean, it's just so hot in, dogs. In <laughs> slow motion, or, well, you know, super slow motion... Which is very different from the uh, the usual slow motion uh, Zack Snyder used in this film. Um, in ultra super slow motion, because he's really fast, he, while saving Iris, gives her a little, brushes the hair back or whatever, and really just strokes her face. This woman who he's presumably never met. <laughs> like they just locked eyes from across a distance and smiled at each other. We don't know what was going on there, but we know that they are basically strangers at that point. And he's just... He's just touching her up with the speed force. It's... I don't like <laughs> gonna, it. Gonna do a quick... Gonna do a quick uh, touch of her butt? Just, uh, yeah, sure to be honest... Okay. I'd... <laughs> I mean, all it would have taken is just not have that bit where he strokes her face, and that's like a perfect flash scene. Because he's like, he's... He's weird and he's hyperactive and he's, you know, he's bad socially and he's he's desperate and he's trying to get a job and he's, but and he shows ingenuity yeah. and he gets the hot dog like at you first it's weird. That, Kyle. He's picking up the hot dog. You relate to that? Yeah, I relate to that. Like I pick Kyle. up hot dogs all yeah. the time. <laughs> and and like you know, and he uses it to get the job. I don't know how he explained walking out barefooted of that interview after he got the job, but um. He just Kyle. He just did it. Yeah, he just didn't. He just left. She was just the owner of the pet shop. Was just like he's just one of them hipster people that I've heard about on the he's, internet. He, yeah, he's one of those Ezra Millers. Yeah, he looks like the type, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I I I did enjoy the scene though, and I thought it was I thought it was a bit of fun. I guess the hair caressing was weird, but it it's nah, so weird. Who else is he touching, and how else is he touching them? With that speed power. You know, maybe he does that to everybody. Maybe that's his I think every like, every random like... woman he gets a crush on in public, he's just like... Just, you know, just... Just... You know, just... Just copping a feel, lightning fast. Oh, oh, um... We would never th that know. Reminds me and it's... I don't like it. Speak Speaking of weird stuff happening, um... There's, like, this weird moment in the film where they're like... Oh, we're gonna light a fire to tell Diana that the, uh... Like, bad stuff is going to happen in Steppenwolf this year. Who, by the way, I do enjoy the redesign of this film. I think the armor does look cooler. I like his weedy, his arms are unnaturally long. They have, like, three thumbs. It's creepy. I, I really enjoyed it, actually. It's a, it's, it is a lot better than the theatrical cut. Who, Steppenwolf? But, yeah, Steppenwolf. I was wondering who you meant then, like, three fingers and long arms. Oh, he's got like. Three I was thumbs. like Barry Allen was creepy in this movie, but he wasn't like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think and he does look better. Um, yeah, he's at but least like 
although he's big and grey, you know, vaguely kind of grey, the armour is at least visually interesting. Whereas it wasn't yeah, before. It wasn't like anything this. before. And, you know, there's more yeah. of him in this. You get more of a sense of a personality and, and a motive. You know, we know why he's doing this. And also, quick side note, quick cut to um, the end of the movie. Did you know his head went into the horn bits? It's I, I didn't want to get to that because it creeped me out. We see him without the armor was... on in this movie at, at various points. You know, just in the buff. And his head's shaped like that. I just thought that was decorative. It's, I, I thought that as well. Imagine if Loki's head was actually like... Yeah, imagine Tom Hiddleston like took off his he- his golden helmet thing with the big horns and he, he was there with, with two fleshy protrusions. Yeah. Because it's the same... It's not even like their horns like a rhinoceros's horn where it's made of like nail or hair or whatever. It's a separate substance from their leathery skin. He is just, he has weird leathery rock-like skin. And he's all, it's all that shape. Like, all of the shape of him is made of that. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, it's not weird like in a good way, I'm just like, it's a weird design choice. It's, It's an odd design choice, certainly. I mean, I'm not against it. It does beg the question how he gets the helmet off. Oh, oh yeah, it just kind of protrudes or something, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's it's like nanite size or something. Some of them, but yeah, okay. So the Wonder Woman scene, though, there's a scene where they shoot an arrow. The like Wonder Woman will see everything bad is happening, so she can get an army together. And this is going backwards a little bit, but I I just wanted to point this out because there's a lot of dialogue problems in this film, and this scene encapsulates that pretty well. She, they fire an arrow, it like lights a building on fire, and she's like, bad stuff is happening. But she's at work, at the museum, that she's been working at for 73 years, even though she looks 35. And <laughs> she moves around, she goes to different museums. <laughs> but you still think, ah, oh, you have 73 years of work experience. Oh, she doesn't okay. write that, she just, she just, she <laughs> chops some of them off. <laughs> and... There, there's a news report, it's like, this building is on fire. It has been burning all night. It is on file, fire and still burning. It is a burning building. Like, they say it, like, four times before Diana turns around. And I'm like, that's really weird. Like, it's just, it's a weird thing to have it happen so many times. And there's stuff like that throughout this film where there's a lot of weird dialogue. And that's, like, that's kind of a trademark of Zack Snyder, that his... Some of his dialogue is really weird. And yeah, absolutely. And I think which is I weird because he doesn't write these only... usually. <laughs> yeah, I think he just gravitates that... towards them. He just you know, who, who wrote this? Was it Chris Terrio? Or... I have no idea. I imagine it was Chris. I know he does the story though. At least like he doesn't write the screenplay, but he does write the story. Yeah, yeah. So I think the st- the story was by Zack Snyder and Chris Terrio, but the screenplay was by just Chris Terrio. I think. I think. I think. Maybe Zach we should Snyder... look it up rather than saying random shit. I don't care. Right. <laughs> I don't care enough to look it up. But Zack Snyder is—he's got some dialogue issues in his films. But um, I remember that when we first see Batman in this film as well, Alfred, and throughout this film, Alfred just gives him the shit. Like, I love Alfred. Just like, you, I love him so much in this. Jeremy Irons is really good at. I I think Ben Affleck is good as um, Batman as well. Yeah. Um, I, well, I actually, a lot of people. I don't like him for like the Sorry. first three hours. I'm not like put off by him. He's just, he's just not really anything, is he? He's just, 
he's not he's not overly Batman, and he's and he's not Bruce Wayne either because he doesn't need to be in this instance because he's only around people who know he's Batman. But he's not very Batman. Yeah, I think I don't know. That's just me. I, I kind of agree. I don't think we see him do a lot of Batmaning about. It, it's not even that like. Because he's Batman, he's got to always be in the suit. He's got to always be kicking the shit out of someone, or like, or solving a riddle. I just think, I don't know. It there have been lots of times when Batman has interacted with the Justice League in various forms of media, and I just don't think this is really one of them. No, no. And weirdly enough, I think his performance, I liked him more in Batman v Superman than this. Even I think he just has more to do in those films. There's more of a possibly, focus on yeah. Him. But that does that does and, change, and we'll get onto that later. Yes, yes. But um, I really enjoyed Alfred and Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Yeah. I enjoyed Affleck. He's good I in really everything. I wish he was still on. Yeah, and I really hope. Like I know we won't ever get it, but I still want a Batflick. Like I still think that would be cool to get. Hmm. But yeah, whatever. But um, after the Flash stuff, um, we kind of get introduced to Cyborg. And we yeah. kind of learn more about his, like, backstory and stuff like that. Yeah. And I thought he's easily the best character and best performance in this film. Like, he, he's Fisher, very good, isn't he? He's, he's There's really so much more to him. Like, I, I don't think I, I don't think I ever quite realized exactly how criminal that the Joss Whedon cut is to him. After seeing this, I 100% understand. Yeah. I mean, like, like <laughs> and it's it's it's. I mean, it's bad enough. Joss Whedon is, by many accounts, a sex pest. But like, <laughs> man, I I can see why why Ray Fisher specifically is quite angry with him. And it's not even that it's like with the flash scene and some of the other stuff that they cut from this film. I kind of get it. Like as I was watching this movie, it was funny. Um, I was editing it in my head. I was like, okay, I cut this. This shot lingers too long. <laughs> rewrite that dialogue flip this no need here, for slow motion here that's it's been slow motion no, for the last five solid minutes yes and seriously i was doing something like that and i realized by the end of it i'm like oh this is the joss leading cut or joss whedon cut oh <laughs> so i realized how he, like i in my head i just came up with that again so he only put put some thought that joss whedon you didn't really try did you because if i can come up with what you did and i'm a big thundering dumbass <laughs> and you're a filmmaker who has made lots of shows and movies you didn't even really try did you because i came up with that <laughs> and i'm an idiot and i'm an idiot <laughs> you just you just didn't try but anyways um i think i can make fun of him without ruining my chances in hollywood i think so too but, but um I, I really enjoyed Cyborg in this. And Cyborg, he actually, he gets the first naughty word in this film. He does. He says the fuck word. He says the fuck word. We all thought it was going to be Batman who'd say it first, but no. I even it had money weird. on Superman, was... to be honest, saying it before. I had money I had money on Batman as well. I had money on Batman. There's only two F-bombs in this, which is weird. I mean, I guess because this... Aren't you only, like, allowed one of those in American you're movies? Allowed, yeah, of a certain allowed, rating? Yeah, it's one for PG-13. And I guess because this is two movies, two. the length of two movies, they got two. <laughs> That's what I take it to be. Um, yeah, 
but it's R-rated only for that fact. Like, if you cut one of those F-words, it, it'd be a PG. Is like this PG R-rated? 13. It's R-rated. I guess there's a fair amount of ruthless murder. <laughs> there's a bit of that. There's a lot, there's a lot of brutality, but, uh, even by some characters where that doesn't really fit. Oh, um, I was looking at your notes, and I saw that you mentioned Batman and Wonder Woman having that little flirty touch moment. Oh, yeah, the, the touch of the, the the mouse or the hand or whatever at the same time. I don't like that. That's Yeah, but it, it was weird because they never go anywhere with it. Yes. There's a few things and where they just all... don't go anywhere with this, even though this is the fully realized four-hour special edition. Yeah, like, there's the there's a scene where they like, oh, Batman looks like the the fly men or parademons that are stealing all the keys yeah. and stuff around the people around Gotham. It's never and an issue, is it? That. It never, yeah, it never comes back up. No one's, no one's like, ever accusing him of, like, being the person who stole the thing or whatever. It's just, hey, that, he kind of looks like that guy. No, that's not him. And then they just move on. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And I love that Cyborg says the F word, because it's such, like, a like, it, he doesn't just say it. He says, like, fuck the world. I'm like, that's so, like... Yeah, fuck the world. Fuck I'm the Zach world. I'm Zack Snyder. I mean, Cyborg. <laughs> I'm Cyborg Snyder, or whatever. Like, it's... Also, you mentioned that he EMP'd an entire street for a conversation. Yes, there was no need for that. <laughs> if people's electricity <laughs> goes that... out, the first thing they do is check... The the, uh, the the fucking the circuit box or whatever, and the second thing they do is go outside and see if anyone else in their street has had the same issue. When that doesn't work. Oh yeah. The, so the, look at that point, lots of people will be coming out of their apartments and their houses or whatever their businesses and being like, what what has happened? And then they'd see in broad daylight <laughs> Wonder Woman and very clearly no, a cyborg. It was nighttime. It was nighttime, and I guess Wonder Woman's not a known figure, but they would see a random woman talking to a, a very clear cyborg. Because he's not, like, covered up at that point, is he? He's not. He flies down, no, no. sends tracksuit or anything like that. So he's just, for all intents and purposes, you know, guns out. It's just, it's funny that he's just like, I'm going to make sure to do this just to say, like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Just to it, prove that I can do her. this, as if we all might have doubted that he could do that. Like, he invites her to come visit him, and then he's just like, now get out of here. Yeah, now you leave. <laughs> it's like, well, thanks, that was like a 30-minute drive. Yeah, uh, but okay. in the same car that Batman was driving, was that... Was that <laughs> same two... Mercedes. Yeah, the same Mercedes. What is that? I don't know. But, did, did he lend it to her, or is but, there two? I feel like there's two. Um, I, he probably just, I mean, yeah. Uh, it was a different time of day, though, than when he was picking up Barry in the same car, so who who would know? I do like that, um, right before she leaves, she's, like, making tea. There's, like, this pointless scene where she's making tea, and Alfred's trying to do it for her. And it's it's kind of funny, because clearly Alfred, he, he butlers, so he's not used to people doing things for themselves. It's like, yeah. oh, I must do everything, because I am a hired slave. Yeah, he's not and... used to being around a functioning adult. Yeah, who doesn't just, like, beat people up to deal with their parents' trauma. I mean, so... in a way, she does do that. Ah, oh, she does do that. She does have parents' issues but... and, and a violent streak, so... 
I just thought it was funny that this British man is like, no, 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 you're making the tea all wrong. Yeah, Let this is how you make the tea, and 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 he's just, she's just like, yeah, I get it, Alfred. All right. It, like, it was it was a nice little like... scene. Yeah. That kind of, I don't know. It it suggests more than it really tells anything. So it, yeah, it's... yeah. I, I I thought it was kind of fun. I I could see why they cut it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, I I could see why they cut it. I do love. It does add a bit like of texture, though. It adds a bit of texture to the world in the sense that, like, oh, these characters do actually yeah. talk to each other when they're not, you know, when it's not mission critical. There's, there's, um. I think you have in your notes here as well. The backgrounds are so picturesque and colorful, but the char- characters are so muted. I, yes. I have to agree with that. Like this film. Why are they so dark? Like, yeah, it, visually it looks pretty good. Yeah, um, it's not too dark at times. It's it, colorful enough, I think. I think it's not a stretch to say that you could you could screenshot ma- basically any scene, any frame in a Zack Snyder movie, and like put it on a wall. It's it's very artful, usually. Yeah. Like it, it's very picturesque, but like I I don't know. It's just. We could some color, some more color would not have gone amiss. I think. I know it doesn't have yeah. to be like vibrant and bombastic like the Whedon cut or any of the Marvel movies, but like, I don't know. It does look good, and I think that's something Snyder's good at. He makes stuff look good. I forget he which character it was. I was looking at that. I was like, what color is this meant to be? It might have been the flash where I'm like, I know this is supposed to be red, but it's so not red. Or, I don't know, it was something. But, like, I, I, I think it's not as bad as it, and it's been in the past. I think there's an improvement here. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And I think it I think it looks better than the Joss Whedon cut, which is just, like, color-corrected to all hell and back. Yeah. And it's very obvious at times that they just put a filter on a lot of Yeah, stuff they just put a look. quick filter on, just control you to change the hue, just, like, right up. <laughs> and I think in general I prefer the look of the film more than the, the theatrical cut but I, I, you know, um, so after the freaking parademons steal the all of them uh, there's a bit of a like all the people there's a bit of an action sequence where they go fight Steppenwolf for the first time they kind of get beat up for a bit and then they escape and it's this weird moment where, like, Cyborg's dad was kidnapped, but then he's saved by everybody. They, like, bring him back to the lab. Yeah, and there's still an awkwardness. <laughs> there's this weird thing where he's just like, anyways, my son's a cyborg, and he has escaped back to work! And he just goes back yeah. at it. <laughs> like, he doesn't... He just immediately he goes back to work. Really but, but before that, there's a, there's a little scene that, like, is in a I vacuum. Was off. Do you know what I'm about to say now? I think I know what you're about to go ahead. Like, you could easily have cut this. It just literally, it's its own thing. Uh, a paramedic person says, comes up to, to Cyborg's dad, Silas Stone, and he says to him, So, you you know, you, you checked out or whatever, but we, you, you're fine. You're probably safe. But we just need to take you to quarantine and check you for, um, for what's it called? For alien microbes. Microbes. Just in yeah, case. Some of them. You know, the standard procedure. And he goes, son, you don't need to tell me about alien microbes. I wrote the bloody book. I wrote the book. Well, like, I, I wrote those guidelines. 
or something like that. And then it cuts away. Like, that's its own self-contained scene that's not part of anything. It's just like, look at how smart Cyborg's dad is. He writes guidelines. He wrote a a book, I think. It's just Um, so thinly veiled as, like, just... I don't know, self-serving of that character. I don't know, it's just weird. I, um... It, it, it is, I, I like it, too, because there's a lot of scenes like that. There is a scene in this movie that fucking baffled me. Like, I was in actual goddamn shock after I saw it. Not Dumbfounded. I was, like, sh- I was Absolutely like- smackledorfed. <laughs> I was smackledorfed after I saw... Okay, so, it's Lois Lane. She's in her apartment. And she's sad because her boyfriend's dead. We've all been there. We've all been there. And and her, I guess, kind of her mother-in-law comes over, Martha Kent, and she's like, hey, Lois, you should get out there. You should get back to work. You should get out there. You know, you're sad, but it, things are going to be better. And she's like, you're right. I should go. You're yeah, right. You can also later. stay on my couch. You can live on my tiny couch that I somehow afford with a journalist's income. That's how you know this is a fictional universe. Yeah. <laughs> and Martha Kent leaves, still unsure if Lois is going to get out there, girl, and go get him, tiger. <laughs> and she leaves. And then she transforms into Martian Manhunter, who yeah. then transforms into Henry Lennox, who's the... Uh, the general from Man of Steel. Like yeah, which, for the record, it's a cool twist to be like, this character the whole time has actually secretly been a superhero. Yes. But I have a thousand questions now. First off, why did he do that? Yeah, why did he do that? He's still well why within he... the range where someone could have seen him. He doesn't like even make no, the no, effort to go up to the roof it's... or something, or to go somewhere else. No, 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 no. It's not the transformation. It's why did he go visit Lois? That was my next question. I just wanted to get that real surface level, Nick, if you want out the way. But yeah, why does he visit Lois and have a conversation that she would definitely bring up the next time she saw Martha. Does he then go like, to Martha and have a very similar conversation with her and these two women are now going to be like, oh, you know, like like you said at my apartment. What do you mean at your apartment? That was at my farm we had that conversation. What's going to happen with that? Because I hate that. It's That's... not like other characters, like I think Batman is aware of the whole Lois Lane is the key thing. He knows that. Like he saw that flash flash forward thing from yeah him. no one else knows that except him and he still doesn't understand what the hell it really means i, I guess until it happens the, i guess the reason he would give a shit is that he knows lois because obviously they met in man of steel and he is an empathetic person like so i i can understand why you might want to try and comfort lois but why would you do it as someone she knows and will probably have an interaction with at some point down the line because also, yeah. I thought it was weird that Lois seems to not give two shits about actual Martha. Who was very important to the last movie, as we know. Yeah. Oh, oh, if, if all the screaming is Martha. to be believed. <laughs> um, it's, it's so weird. Like, the only reason the scene is in the film is to establish Martian Manhunter is around. Yeah. And I thought... Which adds oh, a big problem... When he doesn't bother his ass to help with saving the day later. Hey, hey, fucking exactly. Because 
you would think, oh, they're setting him up for later in the film. Okay, this is a bad way of doing it. Yeah, but turns out it's much later it. in the film, when it's all over. Also, where were you the last two films when stuff was happening? Yeah. Like, like if, you know. if you want to if you want to go so far as to say that Martian Manhunter saw the Kryptonians invade, didn't get involved because it seemed like Superman had it under control. It didn't seem like that, but whatever. He did save no, the day. He didn't. And he is one of them, and he doesn't want to out himself, because as far as he knows, there are no other aliens. But, like, and then Batman is fighting Superman, and it's like, well, that's their thing. They'll sort it out. I won't get involved. But when the world is literally ending, I guess he doesn't know about the apocalyptic vision of the future, but, like, a lot more aliens turned up. And he's like, he doesn't think to himself, this could, this could be happening a lot now. And it's so such a strange, like, and it, it almost feels like unnecessary fan service. It really you know? is. Like, Which is weird, because like he's not a bad thing. You could cut that film, I mean, that, you could cut this film. You could cut that scene from this film, and it, it would, wouldn't really matter. Yeah. Because she would still, the, you like, could still be like, oh, she's just... I'd be so yeah. happy with that scene. Well, not so happy because he did impersonate Martha for no reason. It could have just he could have just been a different character, but like he could have been as the general. Yeah, you know, because they have met. But but here's the thing: if they do it as the general, then he has no reason to transform into Martian Manhunter. But like you could have him t- transform in the hallway, like he does, and then later on, he's in the movie. Like he helps yeah. with the fight. Even if he just does something small. But he doesn't do or anything. you know what? You know what would be better? Maybe, like, I don't know. Like, early... Like, in the end battle when they're fighting... Um, whatchamacallit? Steppenwolf and all of his army. Maybe you could see him somehow they're watching the scene happen in the army or something like yeah. that. And he sees it happening. He's about to leave the room. He transforms into Martian Manor, about to fly away. About to go help... But then Superman comes in and saves the day, and he goes back into, like, the military or something. Yeah. Because, like, at this point, the superheroes have been beaten up quite publicly a few times now by this this Steppenwolf guy. And Martian Manhunter in the comics is of a strength level comparable to Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and probably just shy of Superman. He's a big gun. He's Get real strong, there. and he's got loads of cool powers. Like, he's absolutely a force and, to be reckoned with, and he's like, I'm not gonna bother. And now we will never see him again. And, like, remember that poster years ago for the, to advertise this movie that said, Unite the Seven? And people that were like... That was a Batman v Superman thing, actually, I think. No, but it was Aquaman. Yeah, it was Aquaman, yeah. No, I mean, like, Aquaman was... It was in the poster and the text was over the top of him but it was to advertise Justice League yeah yeah no no it was for Batman v Superman really yeah it was really weird okay that's very bizarre but like regardless people are always like oh seven like seven members of the Justice League as the traditionally is who's gonna be the seventh person is it gonna be a Green Lantern because they're in this movie they're in both yeah. cuts of this movie. Then, is it going to be Martian Manhunter, who Zack Snyder keeps trying to say that Henry Lennox is in the lead-up to this movie? 
and and it's yes. no one. There is no seventh member. And yes, it would have felt very um, very cramped. This is already a four-hour movie. But I just don't understand the inclusion of I that scene. I don't understand it either. I think it's it's a very strange thing scene to add in. I think maybe and... a few of these scenes are Zack Snyder going, well, do you know what? If if they gave me the money to make this one, and they let me do this, there's a good chance that if the fans hand them for another four years, they'll let me make something else. Every four years, the fans are just going to overwhelm Yeah, every four the years, the curse is enacted, and, um, and Zack Snyder gets to make every... another, another really self-serving um but every four film. years, they only give him enough money to film like another four minutes of footage, and he just uses what other footage he has that he hasn't used in Man of Steel, Batman, yeah. Superman, and Justice League. And he just pieces it together from there. And every time it blows people away. And soon he'll get there. Soon he'll have an entire franchise of movies. <laughs> it's it's strange. It's and very strange. Can, can we can we can we jump to the Henry Cavill? Um, like resurrection Superman stuff. Yes, we can. Henry Cavill, because it's it's still identical. not good, is it? It's still not good because I always thought that that scene was pre-shot, and it is. There's a couple things they changed, but it's basically the same. They just they touch a cube. Yeah, they dunk him the in some goo or rainwater. They dunk him in that goo. You know, or or it's just <laughs> muddy rainwater. We we aren't to know. <laughs> but it's probably life goo. And they dunk him in there with a picture of his dad that doesn't look like his dad. And um and they and they go to drop the cube so, in there, but they've got to electrocute so him stupid. just as the cube breaks the surface of the water or just before. And I'm like, how would anyone think of that? In what world does so that make sense? <laughs> so dumb like like have you ever thought we're gonna bring this guy back to life how are we gonna do it oh if we put him in that goo over there put a cube and touch it with like a battery we should be good because like like i don't understand it because like so superman's powered by the sun or in or in this or in this universe as man of steel sort of says he it's the atmosphere he's strong in this atmosphere like you know like how you can jump higher on the moon or some shit regardless surely to bring him back to life, you just get him out the coffin he was stuffed into, and he'll figure it out. You leave him in the sun. It's also funny that they steal the entire coffin and not just the body. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't need they, the whole Yeah, coffin. they absolutely do. I, f I didn't even think about that. Also, just it leads to a, to a very fucking... It leads to... to <laughs> I just want to go back to when they were sneaking into the facility to do the resurrection. And, and, um. I think I know what you're gonna say. You, you know what I'm gonna go say. Ahead. Cyborg. Cyborg had an iconic line in the last cut. It was like the only line he ever spoke. It was. He, he bounces a car out the way of crushing some police officers and says, You should probably move. And so fans got hold of that and they were like, it's the best line or whatever. It's like, it's so... I made a meme of it because it was his only line. I think there's a petition now for an even better cyborg line in which Wonder Woman says to him... I love it! 
you should probably get dressed. And he says, I'm always dressed. And he doesn't just say, he like, he's wearing a jacket, he takes it off, and he says, I'm always dressed. And he says it, like, like in such a cool guy voice, he says it in, like, I'm always dressed. Like, and like, I, like I that's have a to cool say, thing I act- to say. No irony, I loved it. I actually loved I was like, yeah, he's always dressed. He is always like, dressed. What, if there's one thing he always I, is, it's dressed. I get what they're going for. I get it. Like... They're like, yeah. oh, he's hiding his body. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know. I, I'm an English major, people. Don't worry. I get it. Okay. I've read Moby Dick. All right. I know what I'm talking about, sort of. And I loved it. I'm like, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. But my favorite line of Cyborg in this film was probably he's hacking into something and he just says, "I'm in," and I just <laughs> that, my friend. That's that, like we joke. Like, people make memes about people saying that in films, and they actually put it in here. Yeah. This film does not shy away from meme-worthy material. They, it absolutely meme, doesn't. Which, there's one meme they cut out, which we'll get to at the very, very end. Well, we're going to need to I hurry this along soon, because I've, I've got about 30 minutes before I have to rush off and do another thing. We Don't worry, we'll, we'll get through this. We got this, don't even worry. So they revive Superman, he's back to life... <clears throat> He tries to murder Batman. Like he really he does, and I'm glad they put that thing in about the wristbands absorbing st- stuff because, like, that's better than him just. It gives a reason why he can withstand the heat vision, and like, that's better than him just picking him up and choking him and mashing him into the ground. But it, it's funny watching Superman also just trying to murder Batman. Like it's it's just him being like, I'm just gonna kill this dude. Like, yep. you know how there's always the argument of Batman v Superman, like, who would win in a fight? Yeah, like, just like, Batman, Batman with enough prep, prep time, time could kill anyone. It's like, yeah, well, what about no like, prep time? Yeah, with enough prep time, I could kill Batman. So don't even try that, people. Yeah. With enough prep time, anyone can do anything. Yeah, Batman has a huge a hole in his mask where you could shoot him. So let's not pretend Batman's a real smart cookie. Also, you know what Batman's suit isn't immune to normally? concussive force from a goddamn nuclear-powered person. Yeah. Just a good punch in the jaw would kill him. Yep. But I just, I love, Lois runs on, he flies off with her, they go to his farm, wears a flannel, um, <laughs> wears a flannel for a bit, and then he's fine. Which is... With his little duck butt poking silly. out. His little duck butt, yes, of course, can't forget the duck butt. And... <laughs> I wrote in my notes... Superman, more like Trongleman. <laughs> and I wrote I that because, that like, there's a bit where you see Henry Campbell from behind, just like standing there before he gets a shirt, and he he literally is triangular in shape. His torso, like, it just goes out from yeah, the waist um, to the sh- like. He looks like a walking Dorito. He like, really does, like. <laughs> I thought that was the kind of look you could only achieve if you actually were a comic book character, as in drawn by someone. <laughs> but my god. I know they're all pretty buff awesome. in this, but my god. He he looks great. And also, seeing him without a bunch of weird CGI on him, like, I I kind of forgot how weird it looked in the, in the Justice League 2017 cut. Mm-hmm. But watching this when it's not, there's no CGI, I'm like, I, I can definitely tell even more now. 
Like they're it, like how rubbery and weird the, the theatrical cut looks sometimes. Yeah. And he looks great. Like he and also I like watching Henry Cavill Superman. He's a sexy man and also <laughs> he's a good performer. Yeah. I'll objectify Henry Cavill. I'll objectify anyone. I don't care. It's my podcast. You're next, <laughs> Jason Momoa. You're next. <laughs> but like I was a threat. Like Yeah. <laughs> it's but um he's I, I like watching him. I wish he had more to do in the film. That was all. Me too. But they, but um, they they kind of bring him back to life, and they're like, anyways, I guess we just don't have him now, and they go fight yeah. Steppenwolf without him again. And like, and even Which... when he comes back, he's still not really Superman. I think that this is the one change from the theatrical cut, the Justice League, that I honestly prefer. Is that in in the in 2017, he was Superman. Like, when he comes back to life, he's Superman. He smiles, he's warm, he's he's a person you can believe is Superman. Uh-huh. And not just, like, a big old murderer machine. Because, like, he comes in and he makes short work of Steppenwolf. And, like... Oh, I loved it, though. With his, with his like, giant he, laser like eyes and his dark suit, like the Kryptonians who smashed up Metropolis... <laughs> Just a few years ago, oh, and I and I was watching this thinking, do you know what? Batman was right. I know we're meant to have learned that Batman shouldn't have tried to kill Superman just because he's an alien with the power to destroy this world. But I've not learned that. What with this movie, they have hammered home the message of no. Batman was right. Superman. There's no reason to believe Superman is in any way a nice guy or a or a good thing for this planet. He is. A brutal monster, and it's just coincidence that he's on our side. I okay, but the scene where he's just going to town—he's just fucking ha- just, hammering him. He's just laying it's into just Steppenwolf. Like, it's laser. And he cuts his horn thing off. Laser. Yeah, it's a. Which is his head? I loved it. <laughs> his brain yeah. might have been in there. <laughs> a bit of it's like. Like, alien stuff. Like, yeah. I loved it, though. I'm like, like just, I don't know which side of the brain that is, whether that's the left or the right side, but maybe he can't draw pictures very good anymore. Like, <laughs> He was a great artist. Had a great career ahead of him. Yeah, he was great with the pencil. He was a damp hand he was. My God, you should have seen how he recreated a landscape. But now, well... <laughs> but I, I kind of love just how fast Superman just comes in. Like, all right, I'll just... But also, he beats him up, but it's... He, like, takes his time. He it's really like does. When it, when he's it finds, like, he's a, brutal like, and merciless. And yeah. I don't know why I expected any different from the version that Zack Snyder gets to make entirely. Because that's what he's always been. He's never been Superman. He's always been Homelander, but just sort of on the side of good. Yeah. yeah. Which has always been my problem with this. And it's, it's odd that you would ever get Zack Snyder to do Superman. I um, it's it is strange. The characterization is strange. I just like it because I found it funny. I'm like, yeah, it's it's very yeah, that's funny. How I would do it. it. <laughs> it's because it's, it's like we that's how I would handle. It. If I Superman laser fist, laser fist. That's how you handle most problems if you're Superman. Yeah, but I um, they they kind of come in. They're like, we're gonna beat him up, and then they, I there's a scene in this that actually took me away. I was like, this is genuinely great. Do you know what it is? Um, it's the um, so the, they gotta pull apart the mother boxes, the the infinity boxes, whatever they're called. Yeah, the MacGuffins. They're gonna form. They're gonna. 
Kyle, Kyle, they're gonna synchronize and form the unity. They're gonna synchronize. They're gonna form the unity. <laughs> they're gonna form the unity and synchronize. We gotta stop the unity. It's like, but if we stop the unity, the the the. It's just no, comic book nonsense. It it is, yeah. And so they're pulling them apart. It's not working because Flash. For I don't know. I still don't really understand it. But for some reason, he has to touch Cyborg and build up electricity. Yeah, again. I don't know. Why do they all depend on the Flash doing his lightning thing? Also, why does he need to run at a certain speed to generate special lightning? Because he, as Whatever. far as I'm concerned, he generates lightning whenever he's just moving fast. He's sparking all over the place. <laughs> he's just, just bolt jump. I do love that there's that alien the parody. He's like looking around. He's like, fuck it, I'll just fire and hope. Yeah, I'll hit and it. And it works. <laughs> And he's like, oh shit, I'm gonna get a promotion. I'm gonna go from Parademon number 48 to Parademon number 46 after this. <laughs> and he he shoots him and Flash falls and he has a bit of a, a bit of a cut. He's he has a, a huge a gash in his side, which is reminiscent no, of the gash in his leg from earlier, which was also not important. And he has a bit of a boo-boo and he's like, I can't do it. They're like, we gotta stop to synchronize. And then yeah. they synchronize. And they see Darkseid open up, and then there's an explosion. And I actually really love this scene. I thought it was... I think I think this was a great scene. Flash sees the explosion happen, and he starts freaking out because he's like, oh no, the world has ended. And he's like, I have to do it. I gotta yeah. break the rules. And he starts just... He's like, I have to run so fast in reverse time. Which they kind of... He pulls a Christopher here. Reeve Superman. He does! But it, what got me about it wasn't just... It's... Like, he's kind of reciting this mantra to himself that his dad did. And he's like, something like, I'm one of those boys, dad, or you're wrong, or something like that. I'm one of the best really of them, like or whatever. This. Yeah, yeah, because he's kind of defying his dad's wishes, but he's doing yeah. it love It's no run, dad. Barry, run from the Flash TV show, but I, I'm on board. Yeah, it's 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 not just, I have to be fast, because I've got to be the resolve the plot of this. <laughs> it's no, I gotta go really fast, <laughs> from Sonic. <laughs> He's like, I gotta break the rules, I gotta do it. And he's like running, and time starts reversing, and he touches... I thought it was a really well-done scene. Like the, the, I thought the effects were good, I thought the little performance was good. I think Flash's running in this movie is damn near hilarious to it's, watch. It's the silliest thing in a very silly movie. It's worse than being killed <laughs> by a horse, I think. <laughs> his arms are just like... His arms are going, his legs are going... Because he doesn't look like looks, a runner. Like, he looks like wet pasta. He does. <laughs> like... <laughs> he does. He's just spaghetti, spaghettiing all about the place. Just, just like whoop, and whoop, maybe whoop. And look, look, maybe I shouldn't judge because I don't have superpowers, but like... You don't? He looks stupid. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I do, but I can't tell you. Super so editing powers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but Going my god, he down. really is. He's just, he's just a big old goof, isn't he? He's just... And like... Nothing about that is serious, and I know he's the comic relief character, but like everything about him shouldn't be silly, because it's weird. It's weird that in this universe, just the act of him using his powers in the final pivotal moment to save the day and everyone he knows, all his new friends in the Super League, he has to save them by doing a big old wobbly run. Whoop whoop whoop. And I get that maybe it's supposed to be he's newer to his power, so maybe he doesn't know how to use them well. So he He's never them. seen a person run before is the problem. <laughs> he hates the Olympics. He never watches it. 
<laughs> but he looks so funny and it's just flapping his like just fucking linguini arms everywhere. <laughs> just <laughs> It's so silly. It's so fucking silly. Oh, I love it though. But he saves the day. I really enjoyed the scene. I thought it was really well done. I got a little bit of goosebumps from it. So it I was clearly like, yeah, it was poignant enough, but imagine how much more poignant it would have been without that flapping about. <laughs> but um but, yeah. But you know what? In the the final battle does a lot of things right. Except for Superman. But like it does Batman really light. well. Batman like I get maybe it's very reminiscent of the the um the beginning like the first four episodes of the Justice League animated series in which they kind of they fight the White Martians or whatever and they've got a dome or whatever that they've got to break into and it, the overwhelming odds and Batman seems like he might not make it and stuff like that. He's got to do something on his own. Maybe it's just reminiscent of that, but like Batman is fully Batmaning about here. Like he's out of his depth ability-wise and superpower-wise because everything in that area has got a superpower, even just flight. And he's yeah. he's crushing it. He's he's doing what he can. He's got he's got as much tech as he can as he can muster. He's using his all the skills and his wits, and he's barely surviving. And it's that's in that last hour of the movie, I was like, my god, he is Batman. I didn't believe it up yeah. till now, but now he's Batman. He's earned it. And I I think the acting in final battle it it is really long though. It's very long, but I think most of that final hour is stupid scenes that should have been cut. I okay. I actually have to say, I think the second half of this film, the 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 three the last three parts of this th- six part film, because this is yes. I, we didn't even get to the whole. <clears throat> this film is cut up into like like chapters for some reason, which are just. And they're titled just. Those are in case you want to go get up and go to the bathroom. Here's a nice spot to pause. Oh what? Those are in case you want to go to the bathroom. You know. Right, right. Nice yeah, spot yeah. to pause. Of course, of course. Take a break. And I was, by the way, I was promised a ten-minute intermission. I don't know if that was supposed to only be for theaters if this went to theaters, but I was yes. really looking forward to it so I would have time to go pee. I had to wake up very early in the morning to watch this because I also had to work, kind of earlier mm-hmm. in the day than I normally do. Yeah. So I was just like, I was up until like the last like minute before I had to like run and get ready. I was like, God, oh, come on, end, 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 <laughs> come on, come on, come on. <laughs> but I um. <laughs> I bet you wish they cut those silly it. scenes at after credits. Oh God. Okay. So they 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 save the day. Superman's there. He's wearing his black suit, which I don't love. I, I like a black suit, Superman. It's good. No I mean, mullet, it, no, it but looks you know. Cool, but I just I wish this film had more color. I don't understand why they have to yeah. put him in the black suit. Because he's very vibrant in the Justice League cut. He's he's like yeah. that helps add to the it. It is Superman, you know. Yeah, yeah. It really makes you feel like he's. But Superman. yeah, and then and then what happens? So like they, they've saved the day, and then I forget whether it's the apocalyptic future scene. The Lex Luthor scene, or the or the fucking it's Martian Manhunter scene. Yeah, it's like three end credit scenes at once. All almost all of which were necessary. Uh, let's okay. How about we go with um. We go chronological. So they start with the 
uh, or how I remember that. I think it was yeah. the Lex Luthor one first. Yeah, so Lex is in prison, except not really. There's just some bald guy, and he's laughing or whatever. So Lex has escaped. So we cut to a yacht, and Deathstroke rides up to the yacht, and he gets on, and he says something like, why'd you call me here? And Lex is like, in his weird Mark Zuckerberg impression, is like, the Batman is Bruce Wayne. And <laughs> Okay. I have to say, I have made fun of uh, his performance in Batman v Superman to at least 43,800 people. And (laughs) I think it's better in this film than Batman v Superman, but maybe that's because there's just less of it. I don't think it's any different. Maybe it's even worse. I don't know. I I can't remember. I think it's a little bit, but there's a less of like, hmm, like, Hmm. like, hmm, do you know what angels come from the ground in the sky or whatever? They call it Granny's my Peach Tea. Was... <laughs> my father was a drinker. <laughs> but I TikTok, do enjoy the... There's TikTok! This mo- <laughs> there's this moment where he's just... That stroke's like, you better not be wasting my time. And he just says something like, don't worry, I have better things to do. And he kind of gives yeah. him a snide little... Like, That's <laughs> yeah. Like, I would waste your time. It's not family. Yeah. That is... Like so, I understand why that was in the Justice League in the the Justice League cut, because at that point they thought they might have made another one, with someone directing it. Who would know? But it's, it's, but like in this version, it's... <laughs> sorry, go go on. Will, will anyone make another one of the? Will they allow him to make another one of these? I guess he just left it in it's, in case they do. It's so weird because because. I don't know. It, it it it's like the same scene, right? Like it's the, the same scene. I, I don't think like, there's any changes. No, the, the the changes in the theatrical cut. He said, "Don't you think we need a league of our own?" And then like oh. it plays like the Lex Luthor thing from Batman v Superman, and it cuts. Yeah. But in this, it's like Batman's name is Bruce Wayne, and Deathstroke's like, "Thank you." And the original Thank you. That's idea actually was good news. There was going to be a Batflick movie, and it was going to be like Deathstroke is the villain. Oh yeah, and that I guess was setting that up, but that never happened. But I, I guess they were like, "This is just going to be his vision. Whatever it is, even if it doesn't make sense, we're just going to put this in here." Yeah. So it is the dialogue. I do wonder how many people. other cryptic uh, sequel setups they had Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Joe Manganiello say to each other on that <laughs> yacht. All right, day three of uh, day three of shooting cryptic uh, setup sequel. Take two. <laughs> Okay, in this one, yeah. we're going to be setting up Justice League Part 3 instead. <laughs> Perhaps we need a gorilla garage of our own. Mm. <laughs> you know why gorilla garages come from the sky and not from the ground? But then they cut to, it's the, Bat- okay, yeah, so Batman has, like, it's the nightmare future. And it's, like, Batman. Which is somehow still happening. Mira. What? Which is sim- still happening. <laughs> Which is still happening, I guess. It's Mira, it's... It's, it's a ragtag team, isn't it? It's a real ragtag team. Deathstroke, who, like, anyone was... who's watching this movie has only just met in the previous Lex Luthor scene. And this is the scene they reshot, or they shot for this cut of the film. Mm-hmm. This is, like, that four-minute, five-minute scene. And they, it's basically the whole scene is just Batman talking to Joker is the real chunk of it. Yeah, and saying, I'll fucking kill you. And he's like, oh, Batman, you won't kill me. <laughs> okay. 
And the whole, it's so weird, like, he's like, when Harley Quinn died in my arms, and I'm like, why'd you call her Harley Quinn? Do you mean Harley? Like, Joker knows who you're talking about. Like, yeah. which it's Harley? It's just such a the weird scene. No, and, the one with the hammer. Oh, yeah. And I don't one. know why, with all those years of, of hindsight, you would still decide to include Jared Leto's Joker in this movie. But what doesn't make sense is why the Joker isn't already dead, because Batman does kill people. Yeah. Batman kills but people whatever. in this universe. He kills so many. He's the he's so fine. He's just the Punisher in a in a gimp suit. He really is. He's just <laughs> But fine. He's alive. Let's but why does he need it, him Kyle? for the uh, post apocalyptic future? I guess it's a hook to make you go, Oh well now I really wanna watch the apocalyptic future scene because they've they've got to justify why Joker's necessary. Stuff like that. And I don't know. It's a weird scene. Joker's in it way too very... much. In in that he's in it at all. I hate the performance of him in it. I, it's awful. I like. It's somehow worse than Suicide Squad. I think. I'd rather because... they just like did a thing where like you know somehow the Joker you, you know sometimes the Joker becomes sane. Yeah. Or good or whatever and stuff like that and like he's quite boring and and you know toned down. Because he's got sanity back or whatever, I'd rather they just did that. Like it was but just Jared Leto, no makeup or whatever. Maybe he's still got the tattoos because they're permanent or whatever. And he's just like, uh, Bruce, I think we should do this. Uh, you know, I just anything else. I would rather than. I get. I get they're going for like this Hannibal Lecter inner soul inner, like they're trying to go for this whole like. They think oh, he's Batman's so deep. Fun. They think he this does. version and of him is so deep and interesting, and I'm, he's the furthest I'm thing. Get, I'm gonna get to the themes of this film at the very end. I have so many thoughts about them. But they talk, Superman shows up, and then it's a dream. Yeah. The whole scene was a dream of Batman, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, Batman, ba- Batman is just have... like, has premonitions now that I assume will come true. Like maybe what the happened idea to is him? like he he knows it's gonna happen because it has happened, so he's having like weird like time travel memories or something. I don't know. But what what happens next, Kyle? What's the final? The final, final thing is he wakes up in his bed after that disturbing dream where he had to be subjected to Jared Leto's Joker, and, and so he goes heard. outside because he hears someone fly into the area. We think it's Superman because it's a caped person, it's a caped man, but no. It's Martian Manhunter from the middle of this fucking movie. And he hadn't bothered to join in with the fight scene or the battle or anything else. He didn't help in any conceivable way. And he's like, I want to help now. And he's like, and Batman's like, okay. Just real nonchalant and just like, almost like he's thinking the same thing we're thinking. Like, where were you? And it just, I don't understand that scene it's I want Marsh Manhunter in these movies as much as anyone however this is not how you do it exactly it's so silly and what, what annoys me about it is that once again he's like I've been hiding here on earth for a while and I've been observing and I'm here to help it's, it's like what you said the only reason he's not in the final battle is because I think Zack Snyder doesn't... I don't think he actually was setting up Henry Lennox to be Martian Manhunter. 
I think other people came up with that idea. And Absolutely. It. it feels like such like a... Because if you take both those scenes out, this movie plays out the same. Yeah. If you take out most of the scenes, this film plays out the same. Because it's too damn well, long. Now, a lot of scenes in this actually provide a lot of context to other scenes and I'm that I'm glad of. Because like in the, in the Justice League, some... Some scenes just don't make sense, devoid of the extra long drawn out context. No, you're right, but there's still a lot of this you could cut. There's yeah, so absolutely. Much in here. There's a few main scenes that um that we should that probably should have been cut. Mostly those three at the end, and also the other Martian Manhunter scene because they weren't going to do anything with him. But yeah, um, all right. We, I've got about ten minutes before I have to rush off. So is there any last things we should go over? Um, I assume we're just not going to do or watch this or else because it's an extra long episode. No, yeah, we're, we're, we'll just skip it. This It's too long. Sorry, I know everyone's looking forward to it. We, we, no, yeah, I know it's, it's everyone's favourite. It's my favourite too, but we'll do it another time. This film sets up so many interesting ideas that we will never get paid off for. It sets yeah. up a lot of really cool stuff. I don't I really blame him. Are... Because no, as far no, as I, he's concerned, he like, you know... I don't. I think there were definitely times in the last four years where maybe he doubted he would get to make this cut of the film, because yeah, no, I, I don't think anyone seriously believed that he would until it just was willed into existence by massively convenient overlapping circumstances. Yeah, but um, and it happened. So why not put and loads of things in? I'm happy that it is just like. Even though he knows it's not getting a sequel, he's setting them up anyways. I'm like, I'd rather you do the thing you want to do than, like, cut all this. Like, even if it doesn't happen, I'm glad it's there. I'd rather it be there than not. Yeah. There's apparently... Oh! Oh! This is the thing I wanted to talk about with the freaking Joker. They cut... We live in a society. Yeah. And apparently Zack Snyder's come out and said, um, oh, that was Jared Leto's idea for the trailer. So... And... But... There's apparently a black and white edition of this film coming out that is apparently different in some way. What? Yes! This is what I was No, I'm not doing it. I'm not. Yes! Yes, we are. No, we're not. No. It's black and white, and it's maybe long. If it's a different movie entirely, maybe. Even then. (laughs) It's just four hours of the Joker. Oh. In black and white. Just doing a little dance. But they cut that damn line! Why would you cut that? Why would you cut anything from this film at this point? Just put it all in. Yeah. The, Why like, is there as a much as I didn't want to see that, this fucking as, movie? As much as I, I didn't want the scene, um, as much as We Live in a Society is objectively not a good scene, I've already seen it. It's in the trailer, and it's not good. And, and even though it wouldn't fit with any movie that made sense... It wouldn't be out of the, out of fucking place in this scene, the worst scene of this movie. Because it's the worst line. Because the worst line. There's, there's. I mean, so there's one line ideas. that does that does sort of vie for that, which is um, when when Fishman Do says to uh, Sister Cyborg, "You talk to machines," like you know, in a in a dismissive <laughs> kind of way. Like, he's not the guy who fucking talks to fish. I... You know? It's weird that Aquaman's throwing that boot in of, like, 
I'm going to minimize right, right. your it's... entire power set down to you talk to a thing that's dumb. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm... Well, whatever, Aquaman. You talk the dumb thing. Yeah. What gets me about this film is that clearly there is a lot of ideas here at play that I feel like never get fully played out. Thematically, there's so much they cut. There's this idea of, like, mothers and sons. I think that's kind of in this film and in Batman v Superman that never really comes to anything. Yeah. Like, one of the chapters is even titled Beloved Mother, Beloved Son. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, yeah, this whole film's kind of like the son's quest to, like, for their mother's love. Steppenwolf even wants kind of, like, the love of Darkseid via the mother box. Flash yes. is doing everything he can to try to help his mother because of the murder of his mom. Aquaman has mommy issues. Wonder Woman has mommy issues. Uh, Superman's only living parent is his mother at this point, who, yep. who is... Batman we don't even need to go into. My God. Exactly. There's all these... But they never do anything. And it's there's other stuff like that throughout this film. Like, there's a thematic point here. There's actually something this film is trying to say, and it never does. I think this is a better cut of this film. It but is. But it's too long. It is. I wouldn't recommend this to somebody, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think of, I would recommend it to people un, under the same proviso of uh, just just on the level of I've seen this other people should have to see this too <laughs> I've sat Except through this listeners. and they it's two movies back to back in length I like I mean we've talked for an hour and a half about oh, this movie, gosh. and we could probably go another hour and a half, schedule permitting. Easily. Easily. <laughs> just about silly, weird, dumb moments in this. Like when. Like just. When the Joker is French for some reason, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> French chick, bonjour, monsieur! He's like. Popping up, he's like. So yes. weird. But unfortunately. I don't know. I don't know how I will convince anyone else to watch this that isn't that hasn't already. Who knows? I will not. I will not convince. Except maybe you should spare them a thing. <laughs> Overall, listeners, if you've listened to all of this and watched the film, don't watch it. <laughs> or do whatever. It's your well, life. Anyway, any, we've got a we've got a skedaddle. Anything else? Any last minute things you want to add? Um, anything at all? I was going to make a, a real cool topical joke that when Steppenwolf says it's toxic that's good that could, you know, maybe be a, a metaphor for certain fandoms but I won't go there I won't <laughs> I won't dare poke that beehive I, I with a stick Kyle, you're right, people are sometimes crazy, they're insane you're right, and people on, on do, the internet it's almost like, it's almost like we live in a society. It is almost like that, that yes. We're going to end the pod. Thank you, everybody, for listening. God bless you. If you got through this, movie. the extended hour it's and a half so cut of the, of the psychic power hour, we bless bah, you. Bah, bah, it's being presented bah, bah. in our like, original vision of just bah. sound. I want to put, like, the fucking Batman v Superman. Bah, 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 oh, my bah, God. Bah. I didn't mention the yodeling. <laughs> We've got, like, four minutes here. here. But... So it took me ages to realize why it, there was like a little girl yodeling a lot, and it turns out that's Wonder Woman's theme in this. So like whenever yeah, Wonder Woman does a thing, it's just ah, <laughs> just like that's her theme. Yeah, 
That's her, like, guitar Because it's not her theme in anything else that I remember. And it's just so distracting and dumb. It's an all the wonder. It's been in there since Batman Superman. Has it? It's an awesome... Yes! It's not. It's not good. It's... It's awesome! It's such a... It's like that guitar riff. No, it's it's not like a guitar riff. It's it's a yodel. It's a yodel. <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about in that note. So I was just like, what? Wait, did I what? mention the yodeling in the notes? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, or at some point in the chat, but... Yeah, um, anyway. I yodeling. Well... <laughs> Anyway, you can, if you want, you can edit this to the front. You can edit this just before your poignant ending. No, no, but, it's fine. It's fine. We'll put this at the but, end. Yeah, whatever. Oh, I, I, I gotta sometimes go. Sometimes I so, cut uh... off mid... Alright, sometimes I cut off mid-sentence. Okay. Alright, that's... I'm stopping the recording, but... Cool, good idea. Me too. Ugh. I do love how many times they say...